Ugh, hate hitting the wall, so do I. I'm talking about a paywall. At Greensboro.com, you don't have to. Get a subscription, either digital only or digital in print, and you'll have full access to all content, including the Running Shorts blog and the Running Shorts show. Look for the green subscribe tab atop Greensboro.com. Hello everybody, I'm Eddie Wooten, the host of The Running Shorts Show, an audio production of The Running Shorts blog at greensboro.com slash running shorts. The Run for the Greenway Road Race is coming up on October the 27th. This is a fundraiser that supports the downtown Greenway, which is under construction here in Greensboro. I am joined on this episode of the show by Dabney Sanders, the manager for this Action Greensboro project, and Laura Lorenz, the race director for The Run for the Greenway. Dabney and Laura, welcome to The Running Shorts Show. Thank, Thank you. you. It's great to be here. All right, Laura, let's start off. Uh, we've got a road race here. What details about the race do listeners need to know about? This is our ninth annual Run for the Greenway, so we are excited that we are continuing this great race again. We are looking forward to having it on October the 27th, which is a Saturday. We love our race because it's it's an afternoon race, which is You don't always find those in Greensboro, so that kind of makes ours a little unique. We do have um, a one-mile fun run, costume run for all ages, and then we have our four-mile run, which goes throughout downtown and on the open sections of the downtown Greenway. So the uh, one mile starts first, it starts at 4.30, the four mile starts at five. We do have on-site registration that starts at three, and the event is held at Moorhead Park, which is on the downtown Greenway. It's located at 475 Spring Garden Street. So you can register in advance if you want to online, or you can come day of and register starting at three. Um, We do want to encourage people to register early so you can get the reduced rate, registration rate, and the deadline for that is October the 15th. And the best way to register is to go to our website, which is www.downtowngreenway.org backslash events. And you can register, find out more information about the run. And so we hope everybody will will go ahead and and sign up and get ready, start training now to get ready for um, our ninth annual run. I will would like to mention some of our sponsors, our title sponsor again this year is First Bank, um, and we're glad to have them on board. The News and Record is a great partner, and we're glad to have them as well as the City of Greensboro. Greensboro College is our university partner this year that will help us provide volunteers and will be a great sponsor, so we're glad to have them. And new this year is Unify. They are our t-shirt sponsor. And we're really excited about the shirts this year because they are reprieve t-shirts that are, each t-shirt is made from five recycled water bottles. And so that's kind of our theme this year is recycling. And we are, you know, 
would love to see that maybe in the costumes or that, that the runners and the kids wear. But we're real excited to partner with Unify and that they're, um, they're on board for this year for the run. Now, I'd like to add, I've actually held one of those shirts uh -huh. in my hand. They do not feel like a water bottle. <laughs> and they might be the softest shirts that you've uh, ever gotten in a race. Exactly. We are really, I think, runners and volunteers because we have a runner t-shirt um, for all the runners who sign up. And we also have a volunteer t-shirt. So, of course, we need volunteers. Um, if you're interested in volunteering, you can, of course, go to the website and um, sign up there. But we think these are the best t-shirts yet. So you'll definitely want to want to either volunteer or run so that you can get one of these great shirts. So we're excited about that. I will mention the route. Um, again, like I said, it goes, um, the four mile route goes uh, around downtown and um, on the open sections of the downtown Greenway. It starts at Moorhead Park and ends at Moorhead Park. The one mile will go down Spring Garden Street and back. So it's just a straight shot down and back, which is a great great run for those who are not really into the four mile. We do have a costume contest that we started last year and that's has been a lot of fun so we're bringing it back again this year. We will have prizes for the best adult costumes, kids costumes, and dog costumes. So start working on those. We have gift certificates from local restaurants and, and other um, businesses downtown and, and in Greensboro so it's a great way to to maybe win a little something and have some fun too. And then I will mention the party. The big, um, the race is, is a big part of, of our event, but we also have a lot of fun afterwards. In Moorhead Park, we have a party that has a band, um, live music, Toad Frogs, which is a local um, band from Westerwood, has been playing for us for several years, and they'll be back to play play on for the runners, and so we're excited to have them. We will have some food trucks. Will and Pops will be there with a lot of variety um, food-wise. Cryer Brewing is our um, local beer sponsor, so we'll have that as well. We're going to have lots of different vendors or um, partners that will have booths and tables at the event. We'll have a um, photo booth, which is new this year. We're excited about that. And other kids' activities. We will also have Greensboro College President Larry Zarda will be there to hand out um, the award winner awards to the runners. So we're, we're pleased to have him as well. We'll do a, a local um, exercise instructor. We'll do a warm-up before the run just to kind of get people moving um, and get them kind of ready to, to do the one mile or the four mile. And so it'll be a fun party atmosphere. We hope people will come out and enjoy cheering on the runners and enjoying the party and being able to just kind of hang out on the greenway. So we're real excited about that. Okay, lots of great information about the race. That's downtowngreenway.org. You can also find a link at the Running Shorts blog as well. Dabney, this race is all centered around the Greenway. Tell us a little bit about what Action Greensboro does here in Greensboro. Sure. Well, Action Greensboro was formed in 2001 by a number of local foundations who were interested in coming together to look at Greensboro's changing economy and think about initiatives and projects that we needed to focus on as a community uh, if we wanted to live in this community you know in the next five ten years out because we were facing some significant economic challenges at that time so those local foundations came together did lots of uh, public input meetings it was very much a grassroots effort to determine the strengths 
of this community and also identify those opportunities. And Action Greensboro began to focus on those throughout the community. And the Downtown Greenway project was one of the projects that sort of came out of some of that early thinking about what we needed to do. There was quite a focus on an interest in the continued revitalization of downtown Greensboro, and there were some core projects that were identified as a part of a center city master plan. One of those projects was uh, Center City Park that was developed and opened in 2006, moving the baseball stadium uh, to its current location in downtown was another initiative. And the folks working on the master plan as they were doing all this community input, kept hearing people talk about the fact that Greensboro didn't have a river like so many communities that were experiencing revitalization had. And as they looked at our geography of downtown, they thought, you have something that actually is as good, if not better than a river. You have an opportunity to create a greenway loop that defines the center city of downtown Greensboro, but also expands people's perceived footprint of downtown. We have a very strong active corridor along Elm Street going north and south and a few blocks east and west of that. But then if you look a few more blocks out, we have lots of opportunities for development. There were lots of surface parking lots and empty buildings. And we really felt like this downtown greenway was a way to activate and encourage those spaces by encouraging private development to continue to come downtown. The idea for this project was kind of born through that master plan and uh, community volunteers began thinking about could we, could we make this a reality? It was quite an ambitious project at that time. The foundations that support Action Greensboro put in some initial seed money in order to uh, leverage public money to join the project. And so uh, we've had a very successful public-private partnership between not only the foundations that support Action Greensboro, but then the community at large. This project has been really embraced by the community and we have been able to use that private funding to leverage some public funding with a couple of local bond referendums that have passed to support the project. And then those that local public money has then allowed us to secure some money from outside the community through state and federal transportation dollars, which has been really important. So today we have raised close to about $34 million. That's a combination of public and private funds. And we are getting close to the end. We need a little bit more money to finish off the project. But we are looking forward to that happening in uh, 2020. We have completed to date about a mile and a half of the four-mile loop. We have several sections that are literally under construction as we speak. A large section along the eastern side, along Murrow Boulevard, should go under construction uh, before the end of this year. And then that really leaves the western side, which runs along a railroad track uh, where a stream kind of meanders in and out, the College Branch stream. And that'll be the last section that we will build and we expect to begin construction on that. We hope uh, sometime in 2019 to allow us to get to that 2020 finish line. We were talking earlier, 
you really got started on this in 2001 then and now 2020 doesn't seem <laughs> quite that far away I guess yes it's been a it's been um, a long project I would say not inconsistent with other large-scale greenway projects like this that we've studied across the country they're uh, particularly building an urban greenway has its own set of of complications we certainly pay a lot of attention to safety pedestrian and bicycling safety and when you're crossing lots of roadways you pay a lot more attention to those crossings and making sure we're putting in a design and executing that design in a way that creates the best possible scenario for for all of those users this is not just a greenway but there's a lot of art in so many places along what has been completed why was that important and what are some of the highlights well Putting public art on this downtown greenway was a part of the original plan and concept because we knew that we knew people would use it for recreation. We also knew that people would use it for transportation, getting to and from home and work and places of interest downtown. We also knew that this greenway had the ability to kind of be a destination place in and of itself and that we could do that through public art. And so the public art that we have, we have, will have four major works of art that mark the four corners of the downtown Greenway, and we call those our cornerstones. And we've been lucky enough to build three of those four cornerstones. And each of those has a theme that is related to something in the city that has helped Greensboro become what it is today. So the, the very first one we built, which is in the southwest corner, is called Gateway of the Open Book. And the theme of that was called motion. And it was selected because it was looking at the intersection of highways and railroads that came through Greensboro that really helped support the growth of our city. It also looked at the forward movement of people's minds and the fact that we have seven colleges and universities here in Greensboro, which is quite significant for a community of our size. So the artist Brower Hatcher that was selected for that piece, he's from Providence, Rhode Island, really uh, took that theme of motion to heart. And he created a wonderful piece, as I said, called The Gateway of the Open Book that does look like an open book there, kind of referencing the education piece. There are uh, there's a matrix of that sculpture, and within that is embedded about 25 smaller sculptures. Each of those somehow references this idea of motion. And Brower worked with a local artist, Frank Russell, who in turn worked with students and kids from the surrounding neighborhoods, the Warnersville neighborhood in particular, and asked the kids to think about that idea of motion and what what kinds of images would they want to see if you thought about motion and so you'll find a little sculpture of of birds in there um, somebody suggested uh, Dorothy's ruby red slippers so it's it's a, a whole wide variety of things and it was a nice way to engage that community in that public art piece in the northwest corner of the downtown greenway we have a piece called meeting place and the theme of that area was tradition and it was really looking towards the northwest corridor where we have the battle of guilford courthouse military park looking at the role that Greensboro played in the Revolutionary War through that. And when we were commissioning the artists for that, we wanted something 
maybe not particularly traditional. We felt like the, we have lots of recognitions of General Green. We have statues of men on horses with guns and we wanted to represent this in sort of a fresh, new, more contemporary sort of way. And Harry's and Hayter Collaborative, which were the artists from Cambridge, Massachusetts that won that commission, uh, did something very clever. They found letters that had been written by General Green to George Washington when he was in battle here in Guilford County. And they took snippets of those letters and actually recreated phrases in General Green's actual handwriting in a stainless steel plate. And those words actually form the roof of this tent-like structure that sits on that site that was very reminiscent of the tents in which the men would have been living in while they were in battle here. And the, as the sun comes through the roof, the shadow that is cast on the ground allows you to actually read those words. And they're very personal, talking about the conditions that the men were experiencing while they were here, talking about the landscape they were passing through. And the artist then translated that into the landscape that surrounds this site. So it is um, a public orchard, Greensboro's very first public orchard with about 18 different varieties of fruit trees. Those are underplanted with a number of plants uh, designed in a permaculture style of gardening, which helps you to maintain a lovely garden without the use of chemicals, less dependency on water, wonderful way to garden here. And we are excited that, that each year we can invite the public to come in and enjoy the fruits of the trees. We have a bumper crop of strawberries every year in the spring, which is nice as well. And then the third cornerstone is called Woven Works Park. And that's in the north east corner of the downtown Greenway at the corner of Murrow and Lindsay. And Randy Walker from Minneapolis, Minnesota was selected for that piece. And the theme of that is innovation, looking at a number of innovative businesses that have been important in Greensboro's history, particularly the textile industry. And so when you go to Woven Works Park, you'll see a whole variety of elements within that park that are inspired by the textile industry. It's a wonderful park uh, suitable for play, all designed for inclusive play. Um, we did a lot of consulting with folks in the children with disabilities community to help that be designed in a way that was particularly inclusive of that, that population. We also have a number of benches that we commissioned North Carolina artists to design for the neighborhoods in which the downtown Greenway passes through. And that's been a wonderful process because we select the North Carolina artists just based on what kind of work they typically do. And then they come to Greensboro and actually meet individually with the neighborhoods to get a feel for what kind of stories does that neighborhood wanna tell to folks that are passing, passing by. So it's the public art we use certainly as an aesthetic attraction to the community, but we also use it as a way to really tell the community's stories. And it's been a, a very effective way to engage the community in wanting to learn about its surrounding area. Listeners, I gotta tell you, uh, Dabney's descriptions of these are terrific. 
but you really need to see it. And I would encourage you, if you've not been to these, go check them out. If you're listening from outside of our area, go to the Running Shorts blog at greensboro.com slash running shorts or check out downtowngreenway.org to see more pictures of these. What is the status of the construction now? We've talked about 2020 and maybe approaching the finish line. Mm-hmm. What, what specifically is under construction right now and then what's still... What's still to come? Yes, so we have two sections under construction now. One is is sort of in the southeast corner of the downtown Greenway. It's a little section that runs between the corner of Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard and Bragg Street, heading down towards Gate City Boulevard, where it connects up with uh, Murrow Boulevard. That is actually almost complete. The asphalt's been laid and they've just got some landscaping and some finishing touches on that. The other section that's under construction is in the northwest corner, uh, a section that runs along Smith Street between Prescott Street and Spring Street. It's a two block section, but is quite an important connector between the meeting place and the existing open section of the Greenway further further east on, on Smith. In the next month or two, we will have construction start on the Murrow Boulevard section, and that will run from the intersection of Murrow and Gate City Boulevard all the way up the east side of Murrow. It'll go underneath Summit Avenue and then curve around and connect where that turns into Fisher Avenue. And it'll go to Fisher and Green Street, again, connecting up with the existing open section. Let me ask you sort of a two-part question, and I'll start with the trickier one first, (laughs) I guess. What have been some of the biggest challenges that you've had to encounter and overcome in the project? I would say one of the biggest challenges has really been just a timing challenge. As I said, there are a lot of complicating factors when you're building a greenway in an urban setting. And we have, as the economy has dipped and then made a rebound, we've been experiencing some of the effects of that. We had a period of time where during the recession, many companies were either going out of business or didn't have the same kind of workforce that they had at one time. And we've had trouble getting bidders to actually bid on the project. And then as the economy now has recovered, uh, we are experiencing the fact that across the state of North Carolina, there are many, many construction projects. And the North Carolina Department of Transportation has lots of roadway projects out under construction. And even though we're building a greenway, we oftentimes have significant roadway improvements that are a part of that. And so contractors are being a little uh, choosier about what what projects they can take on. And so we, we that's been our biggest challenge, I would say, is having a broad, diverse array of contractors interested in working on the, on the project. Okay, second part of that, obviously there have been a lot of success stories. Yes, I would say there have been many, many more success stories hmm. than, than challenges with this project. I would say the, the work that we've done with the neighborhoods has been quite a success. We put a lot of time and effort into the engagement with the neighborhoods. It has allowed us to learn a lot of history about some of these neighborhoods that we didn't know before. And that then, uh, we have then translated that through signage and through some of these public art pieces I've talked about 
to sharing those community stories with the greater community. Um, the other success I should mention really is the uh, private development and the economic impact that this downtown Greenway has had on the community. And from the Action Greensboro perspective, that is one of the primary reasons that Action Greensboro was interested in pursuing this project. We knew it would be a great facility, as I said, for recreation and for transportation. But we also knew, based on looking at greenways all across the country, that they do tend to be economic drivers. And we felt like that would happen in this community as well. And so we've been tracking those projects that have developed because the business has wanted to be in or around or close to the downtown Greenway and has sort of seen the benefit that that will have for their, their business. And to date, we've seen um, a little over $217 million in private economic development. We know of a couple of other really big projects that have just recently been announced that have cited the downtown Greenway as, as a part of their reason for moving forward that we don't have the numbers on yet, so we haven't counted that in there. So we, we know that that $217 million number will just continue to grow. And as you look at the loop of the downtown Greenway and you look at those pockets of development, you can see that there are lots of additional opportunities that we think will come up as we complete the project. I might just point out one of our, we sort of call this the, the poster child of what should happen and can happen and has happened, and that is the area around uh, deep, where Deep Roots Market is, the Greenway at Fisher Park Apartments and the Greenway at Stadium View, Joymongers, Prior Brewing Company, Crafted the Art of Street Food. That whole corner had been an area, uh, North State Chevrolet had been a property there for many, many years. And when that business closed, that property sat vacant for well over a dozen years, maybe more than that. And with the downtown Greenway plans, that certainly was a motivator for the apartment complexes to build. And the fact that they named their apartments after the Greenway, I think is a, a good testament to the value that they saw in that. And then with the apartments, that then attracted Deep Roots Market, the first grocery store to open in downtown Greensboro in over 30 years. So that's really a significant accomplishment. And so you look that, we, we've now, we start calling that area Lo-Fi Park, Lower Fisher. And uh, when you look at all of the development that has happened, it is a real hub of activity and the pedestrian and bicycle activity is quite significant there. And you compare that to what it had looked like 20 years ago and it's quite a different site now. Very different. So Action Greensboro forms in 2001, groundbreaking for the Greenway in 2009. Mm -hmm. Is the project what you envisioned those years ago? I would say that the project uh, pretty very much is, is how it was originally envisioned. We worked with Cooper Carey, the Center for Connective Architecture out of Atlanta, on the original master plan for downtown, and they did the early concepting of this. And there certainly have been some adjustments as we've dug into the details of, of getting the project from the map and the idea actually onto the ground. but. In concept, I would say we have really maintained those 
early commitments that we made to building a facility that would uh, be suitable for pedestrians and cyclists, would encourage economic development, would uh, honor and recognize the neighborhoods uh, surrounding it. So I, I would say we're, we're feeling like it's, it's met the expectations that we hoped it would. You've been involved in this all the way. How, how personal does a project like this become to you? Well, I became the project manager for this project in 2007. Uh, prior to that point, the Downtown Greenway had been an initiative of Action Greensboro, but we didn't have a dedicated staff person really focusing on it. And when uh, the Bicentennial Commission, which was put together by City Council as a way to think about how Greensboro would celebrate its 200th birthday in 2008, Action Greensboro decided we were just going to dedicate some additional resources to really try to have something happen close to the bicentennial uh, to get this project started. And so it's in some ways it's hard to believe that I've been working on this project now for 10 over 10, 10 years. But the project has with our uh, involvement with the city, the project has sort of evolved over the years. I've certainly learned a lot more about construction than I ever thought I would want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I still know just enough to be dangerous, um, but uh, it is certainly uh, a huge part of my life. I would just encourage listeners to uh, stay tuned with news and events. We um, are real excited about not only the construction moving forward and reaching a point where we can see the light at the end of the tunnel, but we also have a number of great programs that happen throughout the year, not just the Run for the Greenway, but we have an event each spring called Wheels on the Greenway that's bicycle focused, that's a really fun event. We have free fitness classes that we offer each summer in partnership with the wide MCA. And we also have some fun pop-up classes that we do. This year we did uh, a class on elderberries. We have a lot of elderberries at the garden at Meeting Place. We had a um, vendor from the farmer's market who makes an elderberry syrup do a little pop-up class about how you harvest the elderberries, make the syrup, the health benefits of that. We also did a series at Woven Works Park called Woven Works Wednesdays. And this summer, as sort of a test for activating that space and getting the uh, local neighborhoods there involved in a deeper way in the downtown Greenway. So we have lots of fun things going on, lots of great ways for the community to engage with the Greenway, whether it's in a more passive way, if you just want to go out and explore it on your own, or whether you're interested in a little more structured activity. So I would encourage folks to sign up for our emails and check out our website and uh, look, listen on the radio and, and read the newspaper to uh, learn what all's going on. Lots of lots of big work, lots of impressive work. I know you're not finished yet, but it's looking looking really good. 
All right, and Laura, if you'd like to remind our listeners one more time, uh, date and time and how they can get more information about the run for the Greenway. Yes, and I will say with with all that Dabney reported, we're looking forward to in a couple years to be able to do the run for the Greenway on the completed four-mile loop. So that's our goal. Yes, so not probably for the 10th tenth um, annual next year, but hopefully for the 11th, um, we'll, we'll be running the whole loop. Um, so just a reminder, the early registration deadline is October the 15th to get the reduced rate. Registration does close on Thursday, October the 25th at 9 o'clock, 9 p.m., um, but you can come day of, of race at 3 o'clock to Moorhead Park, which is at 475 Spring Garden Street, to register and sign up and get your great um, Unify Recycled T-shirt. So you can do that by going to our website, www.downtowngreenway.org backslash events. We look forward to seeing everybody there, whether you're a volunteer or a runner or just want to come out and support the Greenway. We look forward to seeing you. Laura, Dabney, this has been great information, not only about the road race, but about the Greenway itself. So thank you for sharing some time with us today. Listeners, thank you for your time as well. You can find more information about running in the triad at the Running Shorts blog at greensboro.com slash running shorts. And you can subscribe to the show in iTunes and Google Play. Until next time, I hope your runs are great ones. (laughs) 